Right. Are we live? I don't know whether it's actually coming through live, but um, we are live. No, because it says it's live on Zoom, but then you have to wait for it to come through live on Facebook. But it should be. Yeah, we are live now. We are live. We are live. Hello, everybody. What's up? And welcome to the Josh and Kate show, which I still think should be called the Kate and Josh show because it flows better. When we were first off. talking about the show, you said you wanted it to be Josh <laughs> and Kate. What? I could distinctly remember. We agreed. I don't know whether that's true, though. Kate and Josh is because it's either the JK show or the KJ show. Either way, we're live. I'm just making sure that this is going here. All so right. how, how this is the Kate and Josh show, the Josh and Kate show. Either way around, I'll still be Josh for the next 45 minutes. And Catherine on my left will be Kate for the next yeah. 45 minutes. Isn't that true, Kate? Welcome, welcome. Yes, I... I go by Kate or Catherine, whatever you think is nice. Besides Katie, little, don't call me Katie. Don't call me Katie. What about calling you the turtle? The turtle? Oh, because I've little. got a turtle back <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. I've got a grandma sweater on that I got from the thrift store for like a dollar. I think it looks really good. Uh, this is the first time I've owned a turtleneck in a while. What? So. Oh, I thought you were going to say ever. I haven't owned a tur turtleneck for uh, since about 2011. Back in the winter of 2011, I had a mm -hmm. claret and black turtleneck. <laughs> okay. Never really wore it. Used to itch. Um, <laughs> used to itch a lot, actually. All right. Uh, well, so, how are you doing, Kate? I'm I'm real good, yeah. Um, I'm going to be posting my video tomorrow so i'm editing that today i've been working all about my house organize reorganizing it and re um feng shuiing it mm. to make it so look you nice. feng shuied it before and you've had to redo the feng shui oh yeah it just didn't feel right but now it feels better uh went on facebook marketplace to try to find a vintage love seat and i messaged at least 10 people <laughs> about their love seats. Is that like a common thing? Is it a vintage love seat in Indiana? I guess. There's like a ton of them. The old uh, love seat debacle. Um, well, that's good. That's good to hear. There's resources everywhere, honestly, if you just look. It's like ridiculous how much you can get for not brand new. But what what about you? What's, what's going on with you, Joshy? I'm good. I've had a bit of a an, an unusual day where I've had one of those days where things don't seem to be uh, making any sense in the grand picture of anyone's life, uh, especially mm -hmm. my life. But I've realized that that happens to everybody and it's the way that you react that dictates the life that you get to live, I suppose, because you can become a victim of that circumstance or you can use it to empower you. So that's what I've learned today. And every day is a school day, isn't it, Kate? Oh, yeah. That's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> so we are going to be live for the next uh, 45 minutes total. So we've been live for like three minutes and 31. So 42 minutes and 28 seconds. Correct. Probably. Glad someone's Maybe good at math off. in this partnership. <laughs> Maybe a minute off. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the man himself. And Kate, have you seen, have you seen this guy that we're going to talk about? It's in the thumbnail. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram now. 
and he got after his viral video he got a free truck what he got a free pickup truck holy from shit oceana i'm pretty sure or whoever the cranberry juice brands is yeah so oh, he lives uh, ocean spray ocean spray <laughs> what did Oce- you say oceana oceana a club called oceana oceana is the name of like the government agency no of the nation of in george orwell's 1984 really so that's why it's i know you're head. yeah you like that one uh, well, I'm just, just reading a, I'm a, it. Yeah, you do like just, it though. You could put a lot on Twitter about it. My, there's uh, a lot of good quotes in that book. You need to read mm, that book. I'm currently it's very addicted. London. This is a bit of a. Why do we keep talking across each other? How do we doing that? Is that me or you? <laughs> and it was probably both of us. All right, so we're not going to go off on that tangent. Um, we're going to refocus and go back to what we. We're talking about this guy is called Dogface Two Hundred Eight, which I think is just class. Um, do you think we should play the clip? If you want to play the clip, if you can play it, go for it. I think we should play the clip. We'll just um, do it then. This is what we're going to be talking about today. If, if anybody hasn't seen this. This is so good, by the way. Look at him there with his ocean spray, <laughs> just jiving, mate. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm excited to talk about it because I think we're going to come at it from an angle that maybe hasn't been uh, looked at yet on the uh, ether, as it were. Um, And I suppose we've waited quite a while because it's been out for ages and I suppose other people have already spoke about this. But that's what we're going to talk about, Kate. So are you excited I am excited. And just for anyone that's watching knows, me and Joshua are going to try to switch off between shows and who picks the topics. And this was Joshua's topic. So Joshua told me this. We were doing this before we hit record. And I was like, wah. And so, but I'm excited to talk about it. Um, Definitely. Where did you go? Joshua? Well, Joshua's gone. It's just me now. And uh, we were talking about Dogface 208 and why we like him. But I'm not quite sure what happened. I'm back. I'm back. It's okay. <laughs> I thought you were just going to keep talking, but it's okay. Uh, the green I screen did keep was turning talking. off behind me. I, know, I, know. I talked the whole time. I know. You did. It was good. So we are going to be talking about that. And um, I want to first off start talking about why we think it went viral. Because we're going to come at this from like, I want to come at this from maybe obviously our perspectives, but then also turn it into something that we can really learn from. Because when stuff like this happens, like this, there's just no, it's pretty crazy that that video of just a random guy on a skateboard has gone so viral. And when big events like that happen, I think there's always a lot to be learned from it and a lot of lessons that you can draw from these simple things. So that's what I want to come at this from that sort of angle. Does that make sense, Kate? Definitely. I understand. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, I'm going to open with with a question that we can both answer, but 
let's start okay. with why do you think it went viral? I believe it went viral because he's giving off this I'm free vibe. And, you know, with everything that's happened this past year and the stress that everyone's feeling when they see him and him feeling free on that skateboard, just drinking juice, they're like, wow, you know, I can like make the decision today to be free again, you know, and it reminds people of that, I think. Mm, I agree. And it's, um, I think what people are experiencing is like a really, someone really living in the present moment. And as you said, a lot of people right now, not everybody. And I, I don't, I think um, you say that quite a lot. I've noticed you say like everybody's feeling stressed right now and everybody's feeling. Right. Right. Like, That's a generalization. Like, no, yeah. That's it's not, like not everybody. Actually. Thank you for no, calling no. me out on that. I would say a lot of people. Thank you for clarifying. Um, because not obviously not everybody's stressed, but I, there are, I think even outside of that, you know, like if you actually look at viral moments, they always capture something where people can like imagine themselves in that position. And he's feeling like you can see it in his face that he's like 12 out of 10 on the scale in that moment. And I think people like that. I think that naturally draws humans in. Yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, the video started off on TikTok. And if you look, he's had TikToks before this one. So what did this one have that the others didn't? You know, was it the song? Was it the background? Was it the juice? You know, there's so many different ideas that could have drawn more people to that one as opposed to his other TikToks. Mm. And I would say it's definitely a combination of all three. Like, firstly, why is he why is he on a motorway or a freeway? <laughs> I don't why? think he has a car. No, but like, uh, that isn't somewhere oh. you ever see skateboards. And you know, when you think about um, Kate, obviously being muted, uh, you were on you were on the screen the whole time. I tried to put it on gallery view and it ended up just being you moving, but it's okay. Um, Oh, no, maybe not. It's coming through on the feed. It's okay. So when you combine all of those factors, especially that first thing, like why was he on the freeway? That's not really, uh, you're muted, but the, um, why was he on a freeway? Cause that's not some way where you're ever going to see skateboards, you know, at least not for me. And then he's also on a, is he on an electric skateboard? I think, I don't think it's a regular one. Maybe I got that wrong. But to me, I thought it was an electric skateboard. So there's like that element of what is going on here before he even starts to sing. And there's that really long introduction piece where people are like, like the first time you see it, you don't know what he's going to do. And then he just nails the, the voiceover. So it's got like the suspense. It's got curiosity, suspense, like, and then sending it in the moment in 15 seconds which is like obviously not something that's going to happen on many much content altogether yeah i agree and there's something also about it that he's just having fun and i watched the most recent tim dylan show 
last night when I was painting and he was talking about like all of the people that, well, not all of them, but you know, like the famous <laughs> TikTokers, uh-huh. like the young no, kids, there's like know. all of these young kids that are now bajillionaires or millionaires, whatever you want to say, because they're just posting on TikTok, doing silly dances and uh, showing funny things about life. And that's what people are trying to watch about them. And a lot of people on YouTube are just trying to get like funny things out. And, and it's like, because that's what a lot of people just want to watch. You know, they're just trying to get through the day and not be so stressed out. And if they can just watch a silly dance or someone voicing over and someone longboarding, like, you know, it's like, oh, this is great. Life's not so stressful anymore. Do you think that's a good thing, though? What do you mean? Like, do you think that that is a good thing that people are doing? Or do you think it's a good thing that exists? Because I've thought a lot about this this week, especially obviously because of this content that we're doing here. I have this very, uh, this like rift, not a rift, but like a tension between two ideas of like, it's great that that's happened, but I think it's also not great that people are resorting to watching 15 second videos to escape their day. Yeah. So I can't hear what you're saying. Can you hear me? No, your microphone stopped working. What the fuck? <laughs> there you go, it's back. I can hear you now. You can hear me? Yeah. It just My internet's out. unstable. Oh, that's okay. not a good sign. Not a good sign. Okay. It's okay. Well, so you're saying that it's not a good thing that that dog face video went viral. No, I... I this is what I wanted to talk about. This is why I thought it was interesting because okay. obviously a massive part of me is saying yes, like the overwhelming majority, but at the same time, I do think that those apps are doing more harm than they are good for the majority of people. And therefore it's difficult for me to say with like a hundred percent belief that it was, the, that it's a really good thing that it, it did because it's just a sign of the times and I don't think the times are like I think it's 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 short-lived and that's what I wanted to talk about as well later on the show is like how to elongate and how to change it from a 15 second little dopamine hit to something that really extends Mm. and makes feel good on a longer scale but we'll talk about that in a bit so for right now I just thought I thought that was just interesting you know like how and that's the same with all of the social media apps. It's like they're good, they are tools, but at the same time, they are destructive and they are not good for people. You know, like I think the evidence is pretty conclusive. So it's like a paradigm, isn't it? A paradox, I think, where it's like it's really good because of all of these reasons, but it's also really detrimental because of all these reasons. And right, well, like you have a, to it's think. Like most you go no you go i just want to say like i think that social media hurts you when you're in a certain state and when you can't separate from that state 
And so then you have to assume how many people are in that state where they're getting stuck in the whole scroll holes of social media and what it's doing to them because it takes people Mm -hmm. that feel low and make them feel even lower. But I feel like if you're in a state where you're not really attached to what you see and you're not like overthinking it, you can just move on. Cause I personally wrote a paper when I was in a senior in college about how social media was detrimental and I couldn't find anything on the topic in 2017. No one was talking about how social media was bad in 2017. Like no scientific articles. Everyone was talking about how social media was so great. And I was like the only person that was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) But um, and then I deleted my Instagram and I didn't start it again until a year over a year later. But I hated it so much because I was depressed. I hated it because it made me feel inadequate. And, you know, it wasn't until just over the past month that I'm finally in a state where I'm like I'm so bored with everything that I see to the point where I'm like I don't want to go there and scroll and when I start scrolling I'm like all of this is literally useless (laughs) I'm like I'm not getting any benefit from this whatsoever and then I go do something else like I catch myself almost immediately in it because I'm like the shit's dumb and then I move on but I understand that if you're like if you're like in a state of like, oh, my life is nothing. I'm depressed. I've got nothing to do. I'm bored. I'm not capable of anything. And you're just sitting there scrolling. You know, it's time to get a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Or create something. Yeah. Mm. Because the people that are creating, you know, a lot of them could be sitting there scrolling through it. But I find the more that I create, the less that I'm scrolling. I agree. Just on a purely time basis. (laughs) Right. Because if you're making shit, you can't be consuming shit. Right. Exactly. And it's like when I look at people's Instagram stories and it's all other people's posts, I'm like, how do you have that much time to look at all Mm. of that and to repost it onto your story? If you watch my stories, it's just me living my day. You know, I don't know if that's selfish like, because I'm not going and consuming other people's content, like, regularly, but it's not, like, a top priority for me. Yeah, I think that people would just be networking, doing that. Mm, maybe. And, like, that's the whole idea of social media is to network. Right. So it's, like, the mindlessness that I would bear caution to is that, like, if, you do, if you're using it with no intention you'll get caught up in that mindlessness of it all. And that's yeah. where the issue lies. But uh, I suppose we've kind of gone off on a tangent there because we went what from dog face you? to social media. And you, but it's good. And I think that was a, a nice little rabbit hole to go in. So I think why it went viral is we're just summarizing what we spoke about, I suppose. A combination of factors, especially the long buildup, I think is... And the perfect uh, golden hour light in the cranberry juice. Amazing. So Tattoo on his head. <laughs> the tattoo on his head. It's like, oh, what's that? It's a feather? Who's oh, it got a feather? Um, and then he just sends it, that first thing. So what is there to learn from this, Kate? 
this event of Dogface sending it cranberry juice viral. To have fun if you every need. day. Pardon? To have fun every day. That's all it reminds me to do. It's like that dude is obviously a stoner. If you go to his Instagram, it's 420. He, after the video, he started wearing a dab necklace. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel that vibe. Like, I'm seriously, I'm like, I want to be able to smoke a joint when I want to, enjoy making videos, enjoy doing crafts around the house. And if I record it and I share it with people, then I share the good vibes. You know, what about you? Um, yeah, very much the same is that like, uh, it just reminds me to not always take life so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're very good at that. Aren't we as a society to be like, life is so serious. And, and I think it's something so that's serious. just blown up though, because of, I've talked about this before, the obsession with personal development and being the best person you you can be, it sometimes takes away from the fun of it all. Mm. Like our parents' generation was just partying, <laughs> you know, like they were partying, they were living, they were smoking cigarettes, they were drinking the drinking when they wanted to, just having fun. But now we're so obsessed with like, working out every day, no drinking, no smoking, um, always take care of yourself, always be doing the best things. And you just like put yourself into this bubble of I'm not allowed to do anything fun. And if I do anything fun, then it's destructive and it's going to ruin everything. And it's like, do we have to live that way all the time now? It's interesting. It's interesting you bring that up, actually, because, um, again, I think it's going to be on a scale. Like The scale effect is real there of like, the constant partying and just living that lifestyle only really right. ends in one way. And I'm not promoting that. I know. I'm just saying that <laughs> I I know that. But what I mean is in it, it's going to be a balance of things, isn't it? As a lot of things we talk about, that's what pretty much we should probably call this podcast balance or balancing act because I think there's a lot of merit to the personal development world. And I look at how, for the most part, maybe not our generation, but definitely my sphere of influence lives to what I can imagine previous generations living like. I think it's pretty fair to say that we're living a very progressive and productive life and a life conducive to health and wellness more so than any other time in history because we know the most about health and wellness. And that being said, what we struggle most with as a result of that, because it's like the push-pull factor, you know, like if you pulled so much one way, um, there's always going to be a counter-action, counter-effect. And the counter-effect of that, where we live now, of this productive health and wellness, is that people do feel concerned to let go and have fun and enjoy themselves and not take it so seriously and like not always equate their time to money because that's that's where a lot of the underlying beliefs for a lot of people is it's like oh well why would i go and paint a picture for three hours when i could just go and make money doing something else for three hours kind of thing so it's like a again another very interesting paradox 
Right. And I don't want to undermine personal development. I just got so deep into it that I restricted myself and I felt bad about myself because I wasn't following these restrictions and I was putting so many constraints on what I could do in life and who I could be and what I could do. And it just, there, like you said, there's a scale to it. There's a scale to mm. it. Okay, cool. So that's like the first thing that we can learn from Dogface being a legend is to have fun in life and not fucking go too serious. Yeah. What else can we learn? I've got one thing I'd like to share and you've already touched on it. Go for it. I think it's very interesting that he may appear to be an overnight success. And I know this is going to be something that People talk about, and it's very obvious, like, oh, there's no overnight success. He grabbed for years and years and years. But as a creator myself, and obviously yourself and anybody else out there that's looking to make content, the thing to always remember is that you don't know what that combination is to unlock the next level of your development or your creative career. You just don't know what that is. But all you can control is the controllables. And the controllables are always the same things, aren't they? Consistent, high quality, aligned work that you just do because you love it. And then whatever else happens, happens. But you have to, you have to allow the fact that like there is, it's not like it, I think it is luck, but it's not luck in a sense of like, not everybody can have it, <laughs> if that makes sense. Because I think most people, when they hear the word luck, oh, you have to be lucky, that's reserved to a, a small number of people because they're like, and this is a weird theory that I've been thinking about for a while, okay? So tell me if I'm going off the deep end here. Okay. But say out of 100 people, you ask them to do something and 97% of people believe that they're not going to do that thing, let's say a roulette wheel. 97% of people think they're never going to guess the right number. They're like, oh, well, it's not going to happen. Whereas 3% believe that they will guess the number more times on average than the other group. I believe that that's where the luck is created is through that belief. Because if you don't believe anything, you don't believe in like good things happening to you or opportunities arising or oh, maybe this could go viral. Or And it's not like you're wanting that desire. It's not like you're a... Uh, oh my God, I fucking, this needs to go viral. Otherwise I'm going to be bad, bad, bad. It's not that. You're just like, yeah, like I like making content and maybe one day it will just go viral or maybe one day I'll get a brand deal. You know, like keeping that open is what I believe puts you in that smaller group of people because you do create your own look. So I just want anybody out there that's creating content and myself to always remember that like, if you control the controllables and enjoy it, there is always that chance and nothing's stopping it. Nothing's stopping you getting to the next level or another opportunity opening and a new thing that you can go and do. You just have to believe that. And that's what I learned from after watching that video. Right. It's just remaining detached from it, you know, mm -hmm. and that's really hard to do. It's like when you're pouring all of this work into a video or content or because you're taking time out of your day to post, to make, to edit. It's like, oh, I deserve this. I deserve more from this. It's easy to get into that. But then it's like, 
what what do I deserve? Like <laughs> everyone's mm. working around me. Everyone's working hard. Everyone's trying. Everyone's doing this or that all day. It's like I don't deserve anything more than anyone else. But because I'm doing the work that I want to do, I do feel myself evolving within it. And it's like it's interesting because the good feelings that are associated with the results are always like really temporary for a lot of people. Like when you listen to, when I was listening to, did I say everybody again? Yeah, it's all right. We do a lot. <laughs> but I think it's true. That's why the dopamine thing is a thing, right? You know, because the good feelings only last for a little bit. And so then we got to keep upping and upping them. And like, when you think about, when I think about people that have like fame and they talk about the projects that they're working on, it's like they do a show and then in front of like thousands of people, right? The show's over and they're like, ah, time for the next one, you know? And it's like, <laughs> what? Because we are in like a position of like, not having thousands and thousands of views and viewers and followers and whatever. What do you mean like, we've got 400 people watching live right now? Oh, we do? Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> what's up? I'm just saying it's like we we think, we think like, oh, if we had that fame, that would be everything. That would be, mm. you know, I would bask in that. I would not take it for granted. Yada, yada, yada. And it's like, that's probably not true. You yeah. know? Because... I'll get it and I'll be like, oh, there's that. And then I'll keep going because that's just what I'm doing is I'm just creating. And mm. if more people come as a result, then that's fine. But I'm going to keep going anyways. It's like the uh, I'll be happy when thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'll be happy when my content or my podcast has a thousand people watching. And then you get the thousand people and it's like, oh, I'll be happy when I get to 2000. And obviously that's a pretty widely spoken about theory and it really is true it's, it rings very true in my life goodness me mm. it's taken me ages to be able to be happy to learn to be happy and it's still not something that i'm like uh naturally that good at but i am getting better at it every day you know like i'm not i wasn't naturally good at this in terms of like i've been a very serious person even though you put me in front of people, all I want to do is entertain them in person. If I have a beer, that's all I want to do mm -hmm. is like entertain and make people laugh and make them feel good and try and help them in any way I can. Usually through communication like this, that's why we're doing, that's why I want to do this podcast. I feel like it's my uh, gift to the world because <laughs> I'm not like overly that good at many other things. I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm good at speaking, I think. <laughs> I um, know. So, one final thing, and just to summarize what we learned from that last thing is that just keep doing the best work that you can do that you enjoy and enjoy the process because it really is a journey of a lifetime. Um, so, the final thing that was nice, wasn't it? See that little cue in there? It's a journey of a lifetime. Um, the final thing I learned do you have anything to share before? No. So I've obviously been thinking about this for no. ages. <laughs> um, is you can never underestimate how much 
positivity you can spread by just putting yourself out there. Mm. Because we, as a species, definitely fear being like thrown out of the tribe. Like that's one of our deepest core default settings for the vast, I'd, I'd probably say every human because it's a brain that we've inherited from millennia of evolution that is hardwired to not want to be outside of the tribe because that's dangerous and ah, fuck, we're going to be rejected. And that's why most people can't do creative work. They can't, and they can't speak their own authentic voice because they worry that that voice will out them from the tribe, make them not feel good, etc., etc. But when you do put yourself out there and you do focus on like, right, can I help people? Can I do something good for humanity? Can I spread positivity? Can I do this? You cannot underestimate how far that can go because there's no way that that guy could ever have envisioned that he'd influence somebody from England like me, just a random guy. And there's obviously loads of other people in the countries all around the world. But for me, I'd obviously heard that song before many times, but never in that way. And I had a conversation with this with my sister's boyfriend in the car on the way to fishing when we were listening to it. I was like, man, that's crazy shit that, that that guy just from enjoying his life has added. I don't even know when I first watched that, but I've been playing that music all week. I've been listening to that playlist. Every time I hear it, I'm like, this is sick. And it's like, you can never, ever underestimate that. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you just got to make shit. Because <laughs> right. if you could, that video took him 15 seconds and it's created thousands, millions of hours of joy to other people. And I think that's a really special thing that we get to do in this day and age. Mm. It's almost like, it's like the permission thing I like to talk about, or it's like he gave you permission to enjoy life again, you know? Mm. Because it's something where give you permission to feel positive. It's like, oh, he's doing it. I can do it. Or he's creating that. I can create something like that. You know, when I started when I started hanging out with you and you started making funny content, I was like, oh, I have permission to make funny content if I want to. I can do that. I can be goofy. And I feel like that's what my content does as well. It's like, oh, this girl's goofy. Maybe I can be goofy too. And I think that it is powerful, especially in the creative world. And the idea of a tribe is big because you got to think about people's tribes are like their family and their coworkers. So if they act out of the norms associated with their family or their work family or their work colleagues or whatever, it's like really difficult to like get over mm-hmm. that hump like to know for like to, for you to know that people in your family know what you're doing know what you're creating and for it to be different from what their beliefs are what they're mm-hmm. doing that's something i had to go through and i still go through and it's something that i think prevents a lot of people from creating but when you detach from that you got if and you know it's hard because then you find your own tribe or you know people that accept you for who you are type deal mm. yeah it's difficult uh, as i said I, I honestly think it's the number one fear 
that and more than a fear, it's a deep rooted belief uh, that we all kind of inherit that holds people back from living the life that they want. I really believe that because the minute you are in a situation and people know who you are, where you're from, what you like, what you do, and you don't like that anymore, you want to change that. Other people won't like that. <laughs> they mm. are not incentivized to like it because it's changed for them, it threatens them in one way or another. And that's why it's difficult for them to accept it. And then therefore they make it difficult for you to do it. So if that's brought awareness or anybody's feeling that way now, I think the steps to get out of that are to find a new group of people that will support you. I've got my group of people for lads. Kate's probably going to have her group of people, but at some point. <laughs> I'm just here. If you want to talk yeah. to me, anyone can just talk to me. I'll get back to you eventually. <laughs> yeah. But I think you do need that. I think you do need somebody to help you get out and move on and shift into a new version. Because if you don't, you get caught in that like, ah, shit, man, what are they going to think? Am I going to look stupid? What are they going to say? Oh, my God, is this really me? And you don't get to then go and do the dog face stuff because that guy, without a doubt, does not give a shit, mate, mm -hmm. about what the tribe thinks of him. Yeah. It's just, it's been so long since I've had been doing this that it's hard to remember, like, a time when I didn't feel okay to share things. Really? I get that every time I do anything. Every time I make content, distill that little voice. And maybe I'm actually clinging to that story, but it does happen a lot where I still get that voice where it's like, oh my God, Josh, this is so stupid. <laughs> what are you doing? You're so stupid. And I'm like, what am I? <laughs> and I'm like, really? And then I just, I've learned to live with that fear and leverage it. Because when usually when that voice is there, it's because I'm going out further outside of my comfort zone. Right. I guess it's because I've had family members be honest with me already about how they don't like the things that I do. And so then I'm like, oh, well, it can't get much worse from here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, I've already been ostracized, so I might as well just keep going, you know. And I do have a voice that judges me every once in a while. And but it's like, eh, I don't know. You know, I, I sympathize for people that are going through it, but, um, and that's why, you know, coaching has been such a huge part of my life because it's not like I was always this confident in these regards, you know, that did a lot for me. So, Same. you know, um, that it did help, you know, I've, I have taken a lot of reaper, like outside action to make sure my mental space is continuously being cared for so then it i'm more readily available to put myself out there and to create and spread good vibes so to mm. say i feel that yeah it's a i also realize we're fucking crazy uh, what do you mean <laughs> like you talk about how doubt. we're crazy all the time i say i'm crazy yeah, but i just realized it again because we just spoke, we have already spoke for 40 minutes in the most elaborate manner about a guy skateboarding in America somewhere. <laughs> but 
I really like that. And I think it's uh, good to, I think people should share their perspectives with the world more. And I also think that like, when I look back at this, I do, I say this a lot because I suppose one of my missions in life and goals in life is to help as many people live, build and live the life that they actually want. And part of doing that is accepting what it is that you want and accepting who you are and accepting what you like, accepting what it is that you want to do. And it's difficult because I'm going through that process still more and more accepting myself. There's layers and levels to it. But the more you do it, the more free you feel and the more like, oh, life's fucking pretty sick, actually. It's fucking pretty good to be here. And it's pretty good to like talk about this shit because you can and YouTube's free and it's fun and I get to do it with you and this is like me living the life I want and I want other people to be able to do that too and the work I've done to get to this point like I wouldn't have done this two years ago probably wouldn't have done this a year ago mm-hmm. you know this style of show just wouldn't have been something I'd have been comfortable with even though I wanted to do it <laughs> so it's right. I know the work it's taken for me to get here and that's why I like helping people get there that's why I like coaching people to get there because when you get to just like, you know, think of something that you enjoy doing and be like, ah, oh, that's what I'm going to go and do. And you actually go and do it and you get to experience it and enjoy it. That's a great gift. It is a great gift because like when I was reviewing my videos from a year ago, like you said, I was too hard on myself. And I just wanted to make fun of myself at least a little bit because I was a one take wonder. <laughs> um, but something that I want to bring up in those regards is that like a year ago whatever content you were making it was to fit maybe a certain persona or you know certain subject matter criteria that's what I was doing at least and something that has taken us so long to be able to talk in a calm manner and not like oh my god <laughs> what did i say the wrong thing the right thing like oh geez is like shedding away the ego because we talked about this before where it's like certain personality aspects will kick in when you're in a invi- like in a situation like making a video or talking where it just wants to protect you and so it'll like be like oh you have to be intelligent right now so say something intelligent and be serious about it and make sure that you got it perfect because if you don't get it perfect and you don't sound intelligent then everyone's going to make fun of you and it's going to be horrible <laughs> yeah and yeah. like but now it's like yeah fuck it you know we're just talking yeah, yeah. cuz it's it takes practice it takes getting comfortable with who you are as an individual and rolling with that you know i agree and that's what uh, as i said I've, I've realized more and more that's what i am passionate about giving to people because you can give it to people you can teach this you can train to live that you can train to speak your authentic voice and live as who you want to be rather than who you think others think you should be and there's a profound difference in that um but we are coming up to the 45 minute mark kate it's been a bit of a wild roller coaster of an episode hasn't it we've talked about some weird shit about Dogface 208, but if he's watching this, Dogface, my boy, thank you for publishing that content. Right, uh, let's smoke a day sometime, dog. <laughs> dog, uh, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Come on, Dogface, you might as well. Get on the show. Here.
dog face on a Kate and Josh show. Us. Yeah, because I think we should talk about my idea for the podcast show thing we're doing. What's that? We've got a minute left. Oh, that we're going to do it on Friday. Oh, yeah. For a Friday special. Oh, shit. I want it. I want us to be live Tuesdays and Fridays so we can have fun on Fridays. Okay, fun for high days it will be. Seven o'clock on Friday, Kate. Highlight times. Yep, you got to be there. All right, cool. Well, this has been the Josh and Kate, the Kate and Josh show episode three. We've talked about Dogface 208 to a very elaborate extent. And if you enjoyed social media, what else do we talk about? Fear of publishing content, being a creator, having a great time, having fun in life, why that's important. And kind of uh, some of our passions as well in life. So it's Mm. been a good all round episode. Thank you to everyone that has joined us live. If you will listen to this on repeat, please know that all interaction will be followed up with. And we appreciate all your comments and feedback. And uh, we'll see you next time. Anything, Kate, before we go? I'll see you guys on Friday. Perfect. (laughs) Peace. Bye-bye. See you later. Thanks for watching. How do we know when it's over? Goodbye, family. It's over.